0: one, zero, all engine running. Lift off. We have a lift off. 32 minutes past the hour. Lift off on Apollo 11. Liftoff, power clear. We got a roll reporting in the
1: program. Reporting the roll assistant program which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. pro bono. Uh, you, yeah. You can <laughs> sit underneath the learning tree anytime, man. Yeah, and, yeah you know, no, no, no. for sure. All right, we are ready to go? Awesome, man. I, I think I'll record like an intro for this uh, on Wednesday. Yeah, cool Just for add, like a soft opening and stuff. But uh, anyway, Dan, yes. the motherfucking man. We can curse on this podcast because we're a bunch of cool kids here.
0: That that helps a lot for Thank sure. You. If
1: you step up to the mic, yeah, mic. Let me, go let me ahead. Get up here. Yeah, I'm a weird with mics. Like, I find when I cut promos, I'm like Chino Marino from Deftones. I just like like gag on it. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> oh, dude, we, I'll fucking swallow. Right,
1: the I'll swallow the microphone. I don't give a fuck, and then it just sounds like weird, fucked up ASMR. <laughs> you know? Hey,
0: man, there's a Hello. That. <laughs> Does this work? <laughs> Is this too close? It's doing something for me. I don't know. How's it going?
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, do you just (laughs) yo? i cut a promo recently and i did the same thing and i went back and rewatched it and i was chewing gum and all you hear is (laughs) while i'm chewing like when i'm cutting the promo and i'm like god damn it (laughs) it's a good promo man (laughs) but anyway man so hey for our listeners out there uh, i'm sure if you're listening to this podcast you know exactly who dan the man is um Ziglar, Ziglar. I, I pr- ah, always pronounced it. weird. I say
0: Ziggler. Uh, Ziggler, Okay, it's, it's a- unfortunate because it's so close to Z- to Dolph Ziggler. Of course, um, but it's you know spelled Z I G L A R, like uh, Zig Ziggler, The uh, you know the motivational speaker. Of course. Yeah, because that's that's Why my that? dad.
1: Wait, my father. what? He's yeah. my
0: what? He's my real father. Holy shit!
1: Oh wow! Yeah. He, you know who that is? Yeah. He raised oh, me. Oh fuck
0: yeah! Uh, he wrote those books. And uh, we're related, and I'm super his son. No wonder you're yeah. like such a great speaker. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you know, I, I always say he's even. a he's a real chip off the old block, you know. <laughs> nice dude. Are we? Should I should I fucking bullshit and kayfabe for this, <laughs> no, or should I be a real person? No, you should be a real person, okay. man. right, all right, just checking.
1: Be exactly. Although, that would be hilarious if we get, like, the actual Dan the Man,
0: like, gimmick on. It's hard for me to turn it off sometimes. Word. I, uh... Are you the,
1: like, the turn up to ten kind of guy?
0: Yeah, yeah. I, um... You know, the the real me is, like, a a, a fairly introverted, like, Mm. calm person. For sure. Uh, But I love turning it up. And, um, I love playing some kind of persona to the point where now people tell me that it's difficult to tell what is real and what is not. I just heard T-Ray on a podcast with uh with Max Meehan yeah. say, he's like, yeah, you know, uh, it's like guys like Dan the Man, where it's like, I never really know if he's being real with me, like even like we're in the car together. And, and I was like, oh, shit. Is that oh, sh- I, I should probably chill. Should I turn that down a little bit? I don't know. I thought I was, I thought I've always been pretty genuine well, dude, with him. Fir-
1: okay, so the first time I saw you was obviously at a Party World wrestling show. Yeah, yeah. I, I forget. Was it Slam I don't know, It was February tw- Twenty seventeen. So whatever show that was. That would have been okay. Uh you know what it I'm talking about? Would have
0: been March twenty seventeen. Probably
1: March, yeah. It would've been Dark War two. Dark War Two. That's right. That's right. uh Jay uh, J- Sirius was uh in like a Z- black Zentai suit. Yeah, he was you know Deep Slam. About? That's he right. Was Deep Slam four point two. And I was like, dude, this guy's really small, but he's doing awesome stuff. Like who is this? You know what I mean? Did you not know I didn't know it was him. Like I did had you watched know him before that. Though? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Like I would go to like Anarchy and like watch yeah, you know yeah. JoJo Bravo and mm-hmm. stuff. But like I, would, I had no idea. And then I saw you in the main event. Uh, <laughs> what did you wrestle, Theodosia? Yeah. Theodosia, yes, yeah, right. I dropped the dang belt. Let's let's put her over really <laughs> she fast. She rules, yeah, dude. Like someone that could step out of the party world, like mm-hmm. world so to speak, and just thrive in an indie environment. I feel like yeah. If she ever wanted to do that, it would be great. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I, I like, uh, yeah, I, I really saw, like, just a ton of fire. For she, sure. Just, like, the, baby
1: face fire, too, yeah. which is really hard to teach.
0: Yeah, she, like, really naturally... I mean, the, the whole story of PWR is a bunch of people who just kind of had these, like, natural talents and intuitions, mm-hmm. but, like, very little, like, traditional wrestling background at For all. Sure. And then, like, you just... It was great to just, like, pick out random people and be like, whoa, like, this person... Has a ton of fire. And mm-hmm. like, they don't even know that, but this is like the most important thing. For sure. And it's like yeah. one of those things that's hard to teach. Yeah. And she had that in spades. And so I was like, you know, that's got to be the person My that. Perfect folly to Dan the man. Yeah. Mega heat, man. Like,
1: Dude, I I got a well not to put myself over, but I got a huge pop that night because I threw the beer cup. Did you? Did you? And it hit me? you! It hits you right in
0: like square your you're forehead. You're the guy. I'm the one. <laughs> You've been thinking about it for years. I've been years. searching for you
1: for years. <laughs> you know?
0: No, uh, I, sadly you're you know that doesn't even narrow it down for me. Uh, not to embison you too badly, but like you know <laughs> you hitting me in the face with that beer can was the greatest day of your life. But exactly. For, but for me it was it was fucking it was number five piece. in a series of. Ten Ten more that would hit me in the face <laughs> later that night. Ten
1: thousand more, probably, dude. Yeah. It was, yeah, like I just remember because I thought it was the coolest thing—you being rained down with these <laughs> beer cups—and I'm like, this guy it is amazing. That's my signature.
0: I just saw you in trash.
1: Literally, probably this a few weeks later at, at, at ACW. No, no, Inspire. Inspire, nice. It was yeah. Inspire because like uh, it was when they were at the Austin Sports Arena. Yeah. So, yeah, right. So they had that little garage and they opened up and like. The garage door open and it was like a shining light. Oh. I, was like, I was like, Hey, you're Dan the man. And you're like, Hey, what's up, buddy? And I'm like, fuck you.
0: <laughs> nice. That's that's my favorite. That's my favorite to get. Um, you're like, fuck Because the whole crowd would be like, Fuck
1: you, Dan. Fuck you, Dan.
0: Yeah. It was crazy. My I w- used
1: to be really over. <laughs> <laughs> For the listeners out there, Dan just had like a non flashback of 2020 and like Uh-oh. everything
0: he went underground all <laughs> my heat is gone <laughs> no all reason. my momentum is just just evaporated Nobody into the air it's a fuck about us anymore yeah <laughs> i i don't mind
1: that though i want to i want to start over well it's i mean you i've never seen you with this buzz cut yeah but, yeah, yeah it look different i, yeah, got that I cut great, the mullet yeah Miraculous, like
0: marvelous mullet this this man had. I took Wesley Willis's advice. I cut the mullet. You just cut the mullet, man. Yeah. No more party, huh? I've been I've been out of the you know the public eye, so to speak. I mean, which is you know it's sort of overly grandiose to even put it in those terms, right? For Clearly, sure. Clearly, you know my my dozens of fans, uh, <laughs> you know, give a shit about any of this. I mean, I hope you do. If you're listening, uh, yeah, for sure. Please, hey, Please give a shit to this. <laughs> thanks for caring. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, who gives a fuck what I do? But uh, right, you know, right. I've been in quarantine, I just haven't needed to have a mullet. So, you know, I got rid of it. I was like, tired of, you know, save some money on shampoo, of course, you of know? Of course, man. But we're talking about Party World, man. Party World
1: Wrestling, based out of here in Austin, Texas, at mm-hmm. the Fourth Tap Brewery Co op. Started in the backyard, my dude. Yeah, it, yeah okay. So that's what I want. That? I wanted to get into that. Like, it's amazing. Just to put it over, a group of friends for like a birthday party just had a fucking Wrestling League show yeah. in the backyard, to, and it grows into. Uh, at the height, that the zenith, like, drawing, what, 2,000 people? In a yeah, co-op? just a little
0: over 2,000. And man. that's not a kayfabe number. Like, we yeah. uh, we had little clickers, man, yeah. at the door. No, for so, sure. Uh, and they didn't, you know, the, the clickers didn't kayfabe me, so, you yeah. know. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah.
1: But, no, I mean, even before I was, like, a wrestler or, like, training or anything, I would, like, I went to that show. Uh, I had plenty of friends that put it over, you know. So, and I forget who I was talking to recently, but. I told him, I was like, man, the PWR is almost as Austin as like, um, like
0: Sixth Street, you know, or like, uh, dude, that that, was a place. That was a goal, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, uh, the goal was always, uh, to make it feel like that, to make it feel like very Austin, very, Mm -hmm. very specific to like the place and the culture Mm -hmm. and to make it feel like it eventually hopefully would become like a little institution where it's like, Oh, yeah, Austin, you know, mm-hmm. Chicken Shit Bingo, you know. Right. And park Riverside, yeah, for you sure, know? like E6. And like, that kind uh, of thing.
1: It definitely is, man, to me. And, like, I know you said that people don't give a shit about it, but, like, for me as, like, a fan of... What you guys were doing, man, if I would have seen you, like, at, I don't know, New Bohemia, I would have been like, ah, <laughs> like,
0: that's Dan the Man or something, you know? Dude, know? I, I, I at, at the height, back when I was over, um, <laughs> people would, uh, people would stop me in public and stuff, Right. and uh, they'd be like, hey, are you Dan the Man, and I'd like, I'd always fuck with them and, like, give them a little bit of the, <laughs> give the them a taste, bit of the, I'd the always, I'd always, like, neg the them, sometimes, and then a lot of them would, like, fucking curse me out or, or fuck with me back. And, um, it was great, man. Like this one chick on the street was just like, Hey, you're Dan, the man. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's me. And she was like, you're a little fuck boy. <laughs> and, uh, and I, I just immediately was like, Whoa, Hey, hold on. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm i I'm a, I'm a real person <laughs> yeah. like with feelings. That's why would you say that to me? And she was like, Oh, Oh geez, I'm sorry. And then I was like, <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> I don't have feelings at all. I'm uh, like this all the time. I'm a piece of shit." <laughs> so please tell
1: me about like how it started. Like,
0: <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Were you there from its conception? Like, Not at the okay. So like the very very first thing uh-huh. was a birthday party, as you said, mm-hmm. uh, for Jared, um, who was just just someone that lived was in the, this this like social scene of mm-hmm. people that had these like wild parties and stuff. Some of these parties were wild. I was not a For part sure. of this. and like finding out about it, I was like blown away. They had a party where, like, Everyone made Molotov cocktails and just, like, smashed them on That's stuff, amazing, which is dude. nuts. I um, think I,
1: I only went to one of these parties. You were at my birthday party. I was at your birthday party, which, please explain the gimmick really fast, oh, what dude. your birthday party is.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, sidetracking real fast. Yeah. yeah uh, for some reason, I got really into having, like, high-concept birthday parties. Amazing. Uh, I guess out of the influence of the other PWR folk. Okay. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, that year, uh, the, the gimmick was basically compete with the birthday boy, try to beat the birthday boy. Yeah. And everyone that came, if you wanted to, um, could challenge me to like a something that you made up, you know, any, yeah. anything basically like challenge push-ups or, you know, who can eat the most eggs right. or something. And uh, and so I was just locked into this miserable gauntlet where all of my friends uh, <laughs> would try to like beat me at some weird fucking game, yeah. um, you know. And uh, I would I would like try to cheat a little bit, or I try to always stack the deck. Oh, I'm, shit. I'm still healing, man. <laughs> right, you gotta live the gimmick, bro. So like I would I would heal it up, and I'd be like, "You fucking all my friends are weak. All my friends are lame. You guys can't fucking beat me. I'm yeah. the birthday boy." And uh, and so people would have these fucking weird competitions with me. Um, and i just try to fuck them over and win and then at the end of the night, there was a tally and uh, it would be yeah. like, it was me versus everyone else. That's so funny, dude. And, it was uh, like, hot wing challenge, I think.
1: Yeah, uh, Adam fucking chopped the, the fuck chop. out of Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. the
0: one that was a, just a real nightmare, was the chop fest oh God, between yeah. me and Adam where we went for like, I don't know, dude, dude like 15 I think minutes. We, yeah, 15 minutes straight, just
1: the worst chops you could ever like like hear in your head.
0: Gunshots!
1: God, God yeah, like chopping
0: each other, man. Legit gun, sh- like legit. I mean, my chops are not, you know, they're not ACH's oh, chops. Oh, dude, oh, but oh, uh, shit. they're okay. <laughs> and like, if you, if I do it a hundred right. times, who like, brought the katana? Somebody brought a katana, right? <laughs> right. Was that Jake? No, Jake no, brought the milk. Yeah, Jake and I had a milk drinking contest. I think he won that one. <laughs> I'm did. pretty sure he did. <laughs> he's a big boy. Um, and growing uh, boy. Yeah, he's still. Um, but uh, yeah, I think Kyle uh brought the. Katana, And it was like, who can cut a better cut through like a jug of water? (laughs) And he smoked me. The best thing, I mean, the thing is usually people were like challenging me to shit that they were good at and I was not. And so I (laughs) had to always, I would try to cheat to fucking, you know, uh, my friend who's, I won't name because Uh of. Uh, the law of course, uh, of course. challenged me to a, a joint rolling competition and I was like okay but here's the thing you're really good at that and I fucking don't I'm not um, so how about this like what if you were blindfolded Folded, yeah. and he was like yeah that seems that seems okay <laughs> and I was like alright on your mark get sicko and I took his stuff and I moved it and <laughs> And I fucking you know rolled That's a amazing, shitty joint, yeah, uh, you know, and uh, I I technically won that one. That's amazing, man.
1: So okay, so putting over that, these parties are nothing to scoff at, man.
0: I guess. Uh, so y'all decided to have a wrestling show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so Jared had their birthday party, and it was like. You know, I think the thing was Jared was really into Inspire. Actually, I'm pretty mm. sure. Like they, I, I definitely see him there or
1: <laughs> used to when they would run. right? Yeah, yeah.
0: You, you did. You know, Jared. Did You beat the. Uh, just every, you know, went through passing. And yeah. stuff. I didn't really. Jared was great. Jared was brilliant, uh, creatively, and they would get super into stuff, just mm-hmm. like super into a subject and like obsess over it and like build worlds, like imaginative worlds out of it, and and you know eventually move on to something else. Hell yeah. And that was just the way Jared is. And uh, and like that year, it was wrestling like they were going to to see andy wrestling like inspire and maybe acw and that and like uh, other stuff and mm-hmm. like so the friend their friend you know jared's friends were like yeah let's do a wrestling theme thing we're all gonna like kind of dress up as wrestling characters so dope. i didn't know anyone from here from then at the time so i wasn't a part of the party i just didn't know him so like oh, they really? they did that and they were like that's so cool we should turn this into like a house party we should do that we should do like a thing that's like kind of like a punk show mm-hmm. uh, but with wrestling in a backyard and uh, so Chris, Monica, and Jared were the uh, mm-hmm. the sort of the co founders of of PWR. And um, Chris was looking for people to recruit for this mm. because he couldn't find people that wanted to do it. Right, like, they just needed like six matches of just like basically hipsters right. playing grab ass and on the <laughs> on the ground in a backyard and like. Uh, and he just like couldn't get people to commit to it. Everyone was flaky. He wasn't sending those booking emails out, right? Know? I mean, hey, brother, <laughs> could you uh,
1: do this for me?
0: Yeah, it was it was just literally who of my like weird hipster friends would be down to do this thing, like for art, you right, know, or whatever, uh, for a party, and um, and okay, and and so this is where I come in because right. Chris is Chris is searching. He's trying to find talent or whatever, um, and I have a little bit of a reputation for something that I've been doing um, uh, on my own time for seemingly no reason. And it all goes to a little club here in Austin, Texas called The Chain Drive. Um, what? And if you know, if you speaking of Austin institutions, if you know right. The Chain Drive here in Austin, uh, it's not around anymore. It was like a, a gay leather bar. Amazing. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like a pretty classic gay leather bar uh, kind of downtown. ish near where like rain uh, rainy rainy. Street yeah, is. yeah, for sure. More or less. And... Um, yeah, it was, so it was, like, the kind of guy where, like, a kind of bar where, like, kind of older guys, mm-hmm. 40s and 50s, would be, like, shirtless with, like, a, like a fucking S&M harness. Hell you know? yeah, dude. And just, <laughs> but they'd just be, like, slamming PBRs and hanging out or whatever. No shit. Um, so that was just the thing. But there was this uh, show, these, like, college kids or whatever would run a show once a month in mm-hmm. that bar. Yeah. Um, that was just, like, bands and stuff. And I would go to that just to see the bands. Um, and they had this weird little attraction, uh, after the, the card was done, like after all the bands had, had finished and it was basically this like weird horny slap and tickle wrestling thing. Oh fuck. Yeah. There was this like uh, dominatrix, uh, who would get people to sign up to wrestle each other on basically like a yoga mat in the middle of this bar God
1: damn paying
0: dues baby (laughs) speaking of paying dues this is this is like if you know whoever's like proud of their fucking gnarly backyard uh, background like I think I think mine's even gnarly right for sure because it was like in the gay bar with the dominatrix right with the dominatrix beat you up yeah she'd like spank people and whip at them like while they were kind of slapping around and it was like the kind of like college party horny wrestling where like people get lubed up and just kind of Fall over on each other, you know. Um It was that kind of thing. It was like clearly the the premise is that this is like for like Holy kids shit. to flirt or whatever, right? Kids obviously, but college yeah, kids, twenty yeah. year olds to flirt. Go out there and do something um, outside the box, you know, and just, and just be like, ooh, "This yeah, is Austin. Ooh, I'm new to Austin. This yeah. is so weird." You know exactly. I mean? <laughs> I mean, honestly, but um, so my idea Luke was is turning in his grave right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Lou has nothing to do right. with this. Um, but that that was my my thing. I was like, it would be really funny if one. One guy showed up and was, like, way too into it Word. and, like, the wrong way, and I'm going to be that guy. <laughs> so I would I would uh, put on a ski mask, and I would sign up for the thing under Holy the title, shit. the uh, Nom de Plume, uh, the Hell Smasher, or Hell Smasher 666. I would fucking grab the microphone away from the dominatrix, and I'd be like, I'd do the crusher voice. I'd be like, eh, listen <laughs> up, you turkey necks. You pirates make me sick. You're all weak. You're all soft. I can cut you in half. I'm going to break you over my knee. I'm going to pick you up and I'm going to put you down. <laughs> who, who can stop me? And like, you know, just like cut a fucking wrestling promo. Hell yeah, dude. When that was like not the spirit of any of this for yeah, anyone. Yeah, this is not, yeah, this there is not are what like we're trying to do. 40-year-old gay dudes in harnesses like just laughing their ass off at me as I'm doing this. And then I'd like go get oh, schooled oh. by some chick. Like she'd just destroy me because like amazing. what the fuck do I know? Um, <laughs> and, I would, and then I would do worked matches with my friend Rory, who you know, Rory. Oh, of course. Yeah, fantastic artist who I they, want on the podcast. Yeah, dude, get him on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, me and Rory would fucking show up at the chain drive, and we'd do like a little angle where like he would wear a fucking lucha mask, and we'd have a rivalry, Hell and we'd, yeah. we'd we'd like trade wins and losses with each other, that's and small. it was just like really funny that now there's two of these guys, and they both like don't get it, <laughs> like they're doing, and they're but around. they're taking this over like for five minutes, <laughs> and everyone, you know, some people are like, well, that's dumb, and some people are like, that's hilarious. And so I, I, I don't know. I was just looking for something to do with my life. That's amazing. I was man. a college dropout with with no, no career prospects. Where, where did you go to college? I went to UT. Okay. Damn. Dropped, dropped out though. Of UT. <laughs> I dropped out of UT. That's not something you really hear. You got to do pretty bad. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that was me, man. I was like in my twenties, just. Wanting to be good at something, for just sure. trying to find something to do, wanting to be like an artist. But yeah. unfortunately for me, I just didn't have any discipline or talent or aptitude. <laughs> can't play an instrument, right. can't paint, can't draw, can't do any of that shit. But I, I always had this weird uh, anti-charisma that followed me throughout my entire life. Anti-charisma. Where it's, yeah, where for whatever reason, some people really don't like me. Like they really? just like once they catch the vibe, they're like, "Ooh, something's off with that guy. I don't like him." And right. like I would always be like, "Why?" I've I tried to. Right. I tried to be friendly. I haven't done anything. Do you? I haven't yeah. done anything wrong. Why do I? Why do I appear as a monster? That's
1: so fucking crazy. And I
0: was like, "Yeah, this is just like a problem." And then I found out that there's one thing in life where this <laughs> is a this is a strength and not a weakness. Exactly. And that's pro wrestling. The pro wrestling, man. So so through the chain drive slap and tickle uh, stuff that we were doing, Chris Monica found out about us, and he came and he like recruited us. Mm. Um, and and uh, yeah, I was all about it. And now were you uh, Dan the Man from like the first yeah like, show? Oh, Okay. Yeah yeah I uh, we we like had like the day that I met him or whatever. He was like, do you want to do this? I was like, sure. He's like, okay, let's come up with a character, and I was like, okay. Uh, what el- who other ca- what other characters do you have? And uh, he was like, yeah, we're kind of thinking maybe you could be the guy to wrestle this guy who's the dock master, who's like this kind of like a longshoreman, like dock worker kind of guy. Oh, yeah. Um, And I was like, okay, so like... Which has always been Jake, right? Yeah, Yeah. it's always been, yeah, Jake. And um, and he's like, yeah, so he's kind of this like man of the people, he's kind of this working class hero. And I'm like, okay, okay, all right. So like, you know, let me make something that's sort of in opposition to that. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm like a rich, yuppie person asshole Mm. and i'm and this is this will date everything uh Mm. the bp oil spill was in the news Mm. and so i was like yeah my guy is like sponsored by british petroleum his finishing (laughs) move is called the deep sea driller ddt and (laughs) he's and like let's extrapolate that further like he's this like corporate shill who basically is just pure evil Mm. and that's the contrast that's like that's going to be me and the dock master right there of course and um and that's kind of where the character came from, and I've been you know kind of developing it right, since then, right. but yeah, the original gimmick was that this is a guy also like informed by the fact that um I just got my fucking costume from savers, like I just <laughs> went to Savers and I was like, I don't you know like what do I wear like fucking basketball shorts? I don't know mm-hmm. like what if I just get all the really garish stupid looking clothing that has there's just like way too many brand names on it right like right. Nike yeah, was, I,
1: that's the thing I think of when I think of Dan the Man the wrestler, which is like the Nike-branded, Nike like... What is it like a bodysuit almost like a runner's <laughs> Dude, like biker's thing?
0: It's a, it's like for football apparently. That's amazing. It's man. apparently you like wear it under your football shit or something. Jeez, but, but it's perfect. It's it the, yeah, yeah really it really I I like the look on that a lot and they've discontinued uh, the stuff that I, I usually use so I'm in trouble but uh, I'll figure something out. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah that was the thing is that, like the starting point was just like okay like what t-shirt can I wear mm. and it was like what about this with like a big Nike swoosh on it like only a complete asshole would. Boy just <laughs> like this. And and uh, so that was the gimmick. It's just a guy who's like covered in brand name stuff, for who's sure. like obsessed with brand names, who claims to be rich and it's unclear if that's true or not, mm. and he claims to be like working for all the quote-unquote corporations and he's getting sponsorships. Yeah, brand, yeah, but that's yeah. also kind of unclear if that's true or if it's just a weird <laughs> lie. And um, Amazing, just man. just a sort of a parody of all the kind of like influencer culture and like weird just all that, you know. For sure. Thinking it back to like 2014 like we were just coming up on this like new era of the internet and influencers and Mm. kind of like social media vapidness, et cetera, et cetera. And so my guy wanted to just be a twisted version of that basically.
1: Amazing. Yeah. And so like this is, so you said 2014, like 2014, uh, when did like, and I'm sure I'm going to have like multiple party world wrestling people on just because they're local and I love like the way they view the world and like their mind, so to speak, they're Mm -hmm. all so different. Um, but if you want to get into it, like how, when did you realize that Party World was like, oh man, there's, there, we can like, I, we have a fucking show. Like, this is something that people want to see. Yeah. And not, I mean, I know y'all have, like, the free shows, but I've always been of the mind that if you just charge them, like, five bucks, ten bucks, people will come and pay it anyway. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they just love the fucking show. We, you have a rabid fan base.
0: We used to have a, a lot of conversations about that. And I think the decision, which I, th- I think I kind of agree with, is. We just want to keep it free forever. Like we for want, sure. it, we want it to just be. I mean, I actually okay. So I, I can't speak for PWR anymore. I'm not in PWR anymore. Of course, of course. Uh, for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, who knows what they're all about these days. But at the time, mm-hmm. that was the ethos. Is like, um, oh, is a show your, for the people. Show for the people. Yeah. We just want as many people to get this, get into this as as they can, because yeah. it was more about the love than the money. You know, for sure. I guess you could say. And. Um, but yeah, I mean, we definitely would have these conversations where it's like, yeah, I mean, if we just charged five dollars, like we wouldn't lose that many people and we'd make a ton of money. But it was like, nah, let's let's just be like starving artists about this, I guess.
1: For sure, and I mean, dude, I mean, it's almost like co op of these it's a artistic, bunch of hippies, yeah, bunch dude. Of goddamn hippies, God, motherfucking hippies, man. It's so good. Damn liberals. <laughs> but dude, it's there's so many people of like. I mean, obviously of the same mind, but like, you would have like production days and like dry run throughs and yeah, it was tech, like a tech rehearsals. Tech, yeah, tech rehearsals and stuff. There's and, like, a lot of stuff that we did. You had lighting cues, you yeah. had audio cues, you had these amazing props. Like, just, and y'all would like immerse this, this space and make it a world, you know? For, I mean, every show is yeah. a different, like, like chapter 1 in the lore but you know it's another world so to yeah, speak. Yeah, well know? each
0: one has like a like a very strong theme. Like it's mm-hmm. like this show takes place in prehistoric times with dinosaurs. This mm-hmm. show takes place in hell. Right. This show takes place in a mall. In, in like, a mall. Yeah. <laughs> that's in hell. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, like a, a hell mall. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, that was that was a big part of that. Um yeah, there's just a lot of a lot of crossover with um like, theater and, and stuff For like sure. that. Is that just, like, people being like, I know this
1: guy? I know this guy that can yeah, help us out? I know this guy that can help Yeah, stuff like really? that. It
0: was just a real interesting process to kind of build this thing out For of, sure. like, just a straight-up backyard show uh, where we were just slamming each other on the, the dirty ground with, right. like, a yoga mat. You know, um, it was just a shame. Very humble beginnings. Dude, it was the humblest. And, like, the the general attitude that I think we all had was just that we were doing it just for fun. Mm -hmm. And it kind of didn't have to – it didn't matter if we made money. It didn't matter if it was good. We wanted it to be good. Right. But it was just about having fun. And so the first show, there was, like, 50 people. It was kind of like a house party. Mm -hmm. Um, And we were just like, this is super fun. Let's do it again. Dog, 50 people. Like, I know some –
1: Indie shows around, like, the Austin, San Antonio, South Texas Would kill area. for 50 Would people. Would kill for
0: 50 people. So, like, that's yeah. amazing in itself. Well, it went, it went from 50 to, like, 100, and then, like, the cops were getting called, so we were like, oh, we, need to, we, yeah. we need to bring this shit indoors, um, wow, and yeah. we need to buy a ring, and mm. so... Um, Somebody bought a ring. That was Mike, right? Mike. Yeah. Mike bought the Mike the Bear. Ring. God bless him. He fronted us for the ring. He fucking drove to Florida to pick up a ring from like Craigslist, put it in a, like a U-Haul, and drive it to Austin, uh, which is a heroic feat. Which, not for nothing, is probably.
1: I mean, it's sixteen by sixteen, so it's it's smaller than most rings, but it's probably like the best ring I've ever been in. Here, you know, we pad the fuck out of that. Yeah, thing. the
0: padding's great. The ropes are tight as fuck. Yeah. Like, Good balance on everything. We put money into it and everything. Like, yeah, I mean, people would put money into it. Uh, mm-hmm. Tracy would like he bought us new ropes. Like a lot of the stuff that the way it started out was a little jankety, mm-hmm. but we put money and, and care into it. We padded the fuck out of it. I was never ashamed to just say like, hey, what if we just have the least stiff like stiff ring possible? Like right. I'm not trying to be tough. What For if sure. we just well. It Like, it was, like, full of, like, carpet foam and mm-hmm. shit. We would just stu- stuff it with carpet foam. Right. Uh, God. Which I've worked in rings like that. And yeah. And, like, Jesus, yeah. But, no like, gift. yeah, I was just, like, as much padding as possible. Mm-hmm. Fucking, you know, these boards are set up in such a way uh, to just be easy. Because, like, you know, I mean, the flip side of this is that, like, you got to understand, we're none of us were coming from the world of pro wrestling at all. For sure, yeah, yeah. and And that's, like, a double-edged sword, and I think... There's a lot to be said about that. That's positive.
1: But I, I would, um, not to speak for everybody, uh, but I like just being around you guys and being in that environment. I would definitely think that you guys have grown such an appreciation for the craft and art form of pro wrestling because of it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think anybody walks out of y'all shows or you know those shows um, hurt. Or injured, or like busted up, Hopefully or anything. Not. Yeah, you know, like I've like every show that I worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, which thank you, you were the guy that brought me in to <laughs> yeah. go in there. Um, I which is a whole hap- story. In happy it, so. to have you, man. I appreciate it, man. But like, I I never saw anybody like limping backstage or anything. Yeah, like that. we
0: we had we've had injuries before, but yeah, mm-hmm. the the big focus was safety, safety, which I exactly. think is is crucial. I mean, especially. You know, we started out, like, being untrained, which is just straight up not a good idea, if we're being honest. I mean, Um, yeah, for sure. But, uh, like I said, you guys have grown such an appreciation
1: for pro wrestling that... Somebody made the choice to bring in, or maybe he... We looked <laughs>
0: into. Right, yeah. Like, maybe he didn't bring him in, but he was just like,
1: easily, Hey, guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's the voice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, if you didn't already recognize the voice, easily one of the best trainers in Texas, JoJo Probably Bravo. in the world, to yeah. be honest with you. Uh, Jay Sirius, also known as Jay Sirius, but I, I know him as JoJo. Um, he, like, found our th- shit somehow mm-hmm. and really liked it and wanted to work with us. And I was like mind boggled, but like he became our trainer. Yeah. And from that, like uh, we made a lot of progress. For sure. When did when did um, you start training with Jojo? Uh, I want to say it could have been 2016 that he kind of so came. You're aboard. one of his kids, man.
1: Like I think the, so. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like if you, people were to be like, "Who, who trained you?" You would say yeah. Jojo Problem. Yeah, yeah. Which I, is a
1: badass name to have on a resume. Oh, yeah? dude, the best. For um, sure. especially here in the south, like.
0: Yeah, oh my God. yeah. I think I think people would be surprised if if they were like, "Who trained you?" And I was like, "Jojo Bravo." And they'd be like, "What?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> explain yourself. Yeah. No, um, man. I think you're a pretty good wrestler. I do. Like I, I do well. my best, and he, yeah. he deserves the credit on that one. But um, yeah. Me and me and Luigi, uh, I think are the two guys out on the indies, uh in a serious way, and, and we're as kids for sure. And there's a bunch of people he trained for PWR that have not made the leap, but I think that they could. That's, it, it, you know, to touch
1: on uh, Theodosia, but there's mm-hmm. also, um, uh, I always butcher her name, but uh, Chiquita, right? Yeah, Chiquita, yeah. Like uh-huh. another person that has that natural baby face, fire and charisma, yeah. and mm-hmm. I've seen their work ethic. Dude, I wish some people that I know that train full-time had that word yeah thing, she you know, she I
0: mean. always like brought it in training yeah I mean Jake Jake yeah that's the thing like the the speak you know sorry move over T-Ray <laughs> uh, the best kept secret in Texas now that everyone knows your name yeah. T-Ray um <laughs> yeah. is uh is is Jake aka the Doc master, Doc master. that guy I mean I, I bench horse yeah um you know, I, uh, I I put him over actually in the last podcast I was on, which oh, is probably nice. gonna air after this one. Probably because I I did something with uh, Max uh, for the Inspire for Pro Inspire. AD Fireside. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and check that out,
1: folks. Yeah. Um, I think we're dropping this episode hopefully by the end of this week, if not next
0: week. Oh so. yeah, you're you're gonna beat him. So yeah, his, sure. his, his their their stuff is so um, they have such a backlog of stuff right. to get through that I'm like I'm gonna come out months from now. For sure, but um. <laughs> Which is not a bad thing. Um, right, of course not. But I, I put him over there, too, so I guess, uh, sorry if there's any redundancy here, but... No, you're fine. Jake is built, like, just a hair smaller than Keith Lee. I was about to say, he's white Keith Lee. Yeah, he's... He moves like a dream like him, too. Yeah, like, that's Jesus. the thing. He is a huge fucking guy mm-hmm. who is insanely powerful, and he moves really fluidly, and he has agility. Right. Like yeah. Keith Lee, and like Keith Lee, he's great on the mic. Dude, he gets it. Yeah.
1: He's one of those guys that's just like, what? where have you been, like... Yeah, the scene needs him. The yeah. scene needs him. And I, so yeah, Jake, if I you're listening, please. I, I tell him that every time I see him, like, or every time I see him wrestle, I'm like, dude, you need to get the fuck out, like, and just get yeah. your name, because he would. He's a money making star, man. But you know, obviously, he's like us. He's a creative, yeah, uh, person. He's and, got
0: other stuff going. On. He's a. Yeah. He's a fucking. He has a PhD in philosophy. Yeah. He has a PhD He's a doctor. <laughs> you know what it's, I mean? Again, like these people, man. So that's they what I'm saying. These people, but you know what I mean? Like- let's, let's spin this out into the larger... You know, world yeah. of pro wrestling for a little bit. For sure, uh, I think that uh, one thing that pro wrestling and and I'm about to start dropping hot takes. and Go I'm ahead. just gonna put an asterisk please, here. Please, who please. Who the fuck am I? I've never done anything. Who cares what I have Dude, to say? Who the fuck am I? I have a uh, podcast. You know what I mean? Jesus. <laughs> so let's just put that asterisk on there. Like, of yeah, I don't think that I know everything, but just like, hear me out. If any of this makes sense, then great. And if not, that I'm an idiot. That's fine. Um, but I do think that. Uh, having, like, crossover stuff is, like, Mm -hmm. super valuable to pro wrestling. Of course. I think that, um, you know, as as a community or whatever, creatively speaking, pro wrestling needs to be reaching out and finding people that wouldn't— Wouldn't normally seek them out. Like, if you can find a guy with a PhD in philosophy that wants to wrestle, like, embrace that. Of course. Um, If you can find someone that is like an athlete in another sport, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's great. If you do other combat sports, that's great. But also, if you're like a theater kid, if you're like a musician, all this stuff. Has like a really important crossover and like unexpected crossover. For Who sure. the fuck knows? If someone is like a ba- a ballerina, I bet they'd be a great pro wrestler, or at least they. I bet they would have some like really obvious strengths to mm-hmm. work on from that. Exactly. I, like, I completely agree. So that's that's just the thing, man. I think I think we need to like embrace that. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, well, you know the business, and again, I'm in the
1: same boat as you. I'm just a a baby traveling in this vast ocean of pro wrestling. Trying to navigate my way through, uh, the business is in a weird transition, like especially this generation and honestly the last generation as well, where it's coming from a closed off place, mm-hmm. and now that the door is open, so to speak. Yeah. Um, there's there's still people that don't want it don't well, don't want everybody in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, people yeah. want to have the the police, the business mentality, or like that's protect one of my issues the business, for sure. You know what I mean? But. Let, Honestly, it, it would we need to evolve. We need to we need these people. We need creative types. We need uh smart people, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like let's
0: yeah, let's not scare people off is my thing. Let's and I, not scare my I'm off. a big ag, advocate for basically like green boy rights. Like, you know, yeah. obviously gender neutral, uh green anyone rights. Green but, anyone rights. But, yeah. but but just new kid rights. Like if you're I, I you know I I didn't really get it that bad, but, Mm -hmm. like, generally speaking, like, it kind of sucks to be new at pro wrestling. Yeah, And, like, that first year and all that stuff where, like, you're getting, like, you're getting hazed and, like, Mm -hmm. fucked with and, like, people are like, I'm going to run this guy off or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, like, the people that stick around are the people that stick around. But, like, you know, how many people did we lose because, you know, they were unusual. They were weird. They like had a different skill set or whatever. And people just told them to fuck right off because they didn't fit the mold or whatever. Like that's talent, man. That's talent that we could use. That's talent that could help all of us. dude. sure. If we bring in some kind of weird theater kid who's got a bunch of crazy new ideas and some of those ideas fucking make money and like Mm -hmm. pull in audience, that's good. Yeah, You know, so I'm saying if you see a weird theater kid. Embrace that motherfucker, you know, <laughs> yeah. bring that kid in, make them feel comfortable, right. you know? Well, they're running from us because they're just that socially awkward.
1: <laughs> like, know come back. You're, you're safe here. Yeah. <laughs> like, please. That know? was, that was a big thing
0: for me for PWR <laughs> yeah. was just making an environment that felt welcoming to people, for sure. uh, and, and was welcoming enough that you know, you weren't just getting killed by fucking air squats. Yeah. Like, you you also, there was also a portion where it's like, what's your personality, you yeah. know? Like, what do you what do you do outside of wrestling, you know? For
1: sure. And, like, I tried, to, just because of, like, how I was brought up in the business, because, like, I wasn't really hazed. I wasn't really put through the ringer. But there was definitely some of that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I, not for nothing, when we're here and I'm training, I, I do want them to be strong. I do want them to be... Like, we're going to bust out these scoops really fast, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But if you give me your everything, if your everything is, like, 10, Mm -hmm. at least you gave me everything, Yeah, you know what I mean? we'll build up to 11. But I feel like a lot of people are the exact opposite of that, where it's like, oh, you can only do 10? Are you kidding me? You know what I mean? No, let's not shut, let's not let's not flunk ruin the out. business for him, you know and exactly right there has been some situations where i have to sit people down and be like look i'm sorry this happened to you and i'm sorry that you had to witness this situation but mm-hmm. this is not pro wrestling this yeah. has nothing to do with it don't don't let it kill your dream cuz we're all just kids with dreams when we come into this thing yeah, you know what i mean God, but, that's that, that sucks man whether it be pro wrestling or any other form a creative thing you know there, there shouldn't be any gatekeeping i feel like exactly not anymore any,
0: anytime you're in a situation where you have to take someone aside and be like look i'm sorry this is not what we're about yeah somebody fucked up majorly you know and yeah. it's, it's somebody that has some power mm-hmm. and uh so i think that it's it's really important i just i just consider it like a responsibility of everyone in the scene to, yeah to take care of each other and to create a good environment like a good creative environment for, for sure you know and, and that's not even getting into the really obvious shit about yeah. injuring yeah. people, sexually harassing them, exactly. et cetera. That which dirty like, stuff
1: that peep that's been swept under the rug for so long. You yeah. Know?
0: And so that's just it. I, I feel like we're coming out of this um, whole coronavirus quarantine mess, mm-hmm. and we've got an opportunity to kind of try to do better this time. Right. You, you, brought know
1: I mean? up, um, you brought up you uh, brought up nurturing that creative side. And, yeah. And, and before that. In the podcast, you said you mentioned that you don't view yourself as like a real artist,
0: creative person. Well, I've I've always that's the aspiration. Let's, okay, let's say that, and I'm actually I'm willing to say I consider this art. And for sure, you know,
1: it, it, what's your process? Do you even think about your process or anything like totally. that? Totally. Like what? If it's not pro wrestling, if it's not uh, any doodling or whatever, like
0: what what gets you off, so to speak? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's all about collaboration for me. Okay. That's my thing. Uh, that's why pro wrestling really works for me, um, is because by definition, it's collaboration. For sure. My problem was, I was like, I'm going to be a writer. I'm going to write stories. And then it was like, okay, time to write the story. Who's my boss? Me. Uh what if I just don't do this? <laughs> what if I just fucking you know uh, procrastinate forever and then eventually mm-hmm. kind of blow it off? But if it's like, oh, I got to do this with my buddy Adam, mm-hmm. like I can't let Adam down. Sure. Adam's got these ideas; they they excite and inspire me about our match or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna I want to feed my own inspiration to him and have this collaborative thing. Right. You know, there's no way that I can blow that off. You know, um, so uh, that's something I learned about myself, which is For just sure. like anything that is in any way collaborative is like, and I, I really love it. I love, I love working with other people. I love, I love, uh, the, the, the back and forth for sure of just being like, Hey, what's your thing? Okay. I can work with that. Right. How about this? Does that work with you? Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Great. Okay. Um, or, Oh no, I, uh, I, I love that you know? part of pro wrestling. It just in itself, it,
1: it isn't a collaboration. Yeah. And a lot of the times my worst matches are met with the person that like has already has an idea Mm, of what yeah. it's supposed to be. And I'm like, oh, what does that do for me? Like, I don't, obviously, wins and losses mean nothing. And I could get. You're z- one of the guys who just wants a good match. I right? want a good match yeah. that makes sense, mm-hmm. hopefully. And I don't come out of it with like an injury or anything like that. <laughs> hopefully. But, uh, cause like obviously, I'm putting my body, I'm, I'm trusting my body and my life with you, you know? Mm-hmm. So if the match was one bad or, um, didn't mean anything then why am i putting my body at risk you know so i battle with that i agree with that You're, you know what i mean like i love wrestling and i'm gonna do it anyway mm-hmm. but i'm also that that weird uh back and forth with myself yeah you know, i it's think so it's weird I, I
0: agree with that attitude of basically mm-hmm. uh, if we're gonna do this anyway um and this shit does take a toll man yeah for it sure. does um so if we're going to do it, let's try to make it count. Right.
1: You know what I mean? Let's make it, like, this could be my last match, so let's just do it. Yeah,
0: okay. so, you know, I mean, and uh, once you get into the, the point in your career where you have just a big volume of matches, and it's mm. like, okay, I got three matches to do this weekend or whatever, mm. um, you can't give it the kind of spit, shine, polish necessarily mm. um, that you want all the time, uh, but that, that should be the goal, right? Right, for sure. Every I, I want every match to be special, you know? Exactly,
1: whether it's a big time, blow-off match or a grudge match or hey if it's if it's if there's time, no
0: storyline like the question is how can we make this interesting? Exactly. How can we find a hook? You mm-hmm. know, if you're this guy and I'm this guy, what relationship do we have? Apparently none, but let's make one yeah, up.
1: Let's something fun. get people invested in it cuz I'm starving for serotonin and I need the
0: intention. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Feels good.
1: Would you consider yourself an artist?
0: Yeah, totally. For I mean, sure. I, maybe that sounds pretentious, and I'm sorry once again. Who the fuck am I? Never did anything. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm just a little bitch. Please don't kill me. <laughs> but I do consider it art, and I think it's fair to consider yourself an artist mm-hmm. if you're a pro wrestler. And it's exciting because I feel like that attitude is more mainstream than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. You know, for why? For you know, the longest time, it'd be like, get out of here, you fucking Mark. You know, right? So there's only two things in this business that are, that are real. And that's money and miles, <laughs> and like that's that. There is some wisdom to that, sure, for sure. But uh, don't be a fucking hack again if you're gonna do this. Like, you know, put something of yourself into it. Like, yeah. make your matches interesting, make your character interesting. Uh, you know, Kevin Nash, super cynical, but I mean, he was also good at his job, you know? right? So, I'm not
1: right, so you would have made that much money? You would have yeah. made, you know what I mean? So. Sure, and his hair was just
0: glorious in, impeccable. Yeah. So <laughs> Jay just gave us like the big okay, like yeah, yeah man. Dude. So <laughs> he can't be all Shoot. wrong. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, a certain level of kind of carny cynicism, I think, is, like, counter to the sort of artistic endeavor Mm -hmm. of of wrestling. Like, I I have no fucking problem being a pretentious asshole Mm -hmm. and just being like, this is my art. I put my blood in this. This is everything. Uh, so sorry, everyone, if that yeah. if that's obnoxious. <laughs> that's but just I, all of us. Though, but I do know? I do take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't feel that way, that's that doesn't bother me. Like I understand anyone's anyone. Everyone gets to have their own personal relationship to wrestling, and I respect all of them. Unless the relationship is like I just like to hurt people or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> um, exactly. Although obviously that would be a good promo. Right, I, just like to hurt mm. I just like to hurt people. I just like to hurt people. I I actually saw that promo over the past weekend. Did you see? Uh, yeah I did. the dustin Rhodes oh, I school did. you did oh, you're I watching did. that too yeah yeah <laughs> nice yeah. nice all right Hell yeah dude me too <laughs> yeah yeah that that's one...
1: exactly the problem would you just hell said yeah that, I thought I we was watched like... the
0: same stuff yeah man um, <laughs> that's a good feeling yeah that but wha-
1: you know what that that keep that comes up to something that i brought up i was a guest on um cody lane's podcast i don't oh, know yeah. when it's gonna air but dude, he, hell yeah he's dropping his own stuff and mm-hmm. uh y'all should definitely go check that out and um he bleeped out the name, right, and he's like, "Oh, let's not bring up the name or whatnot. So I was like, "Okay Pat, we won't bring up the name, um, so you might have to bleep this out, Jay, but it's, it brings up a point where those people are only like three months in, yeah, if that, yeah, yeah. you know, like they they need to have the struggle of the business mm-hmm. which which is what we had, the humble beginnings, the bad matches the all that stuff, you know what I mean, whether it's in your backyard. Uh, Of course, I mean, like in Austin, Texas, or like in San Antonio, or like wherever you're going, you Mm -hmm. need to go have those experiences. One, working less experienced people. uh, Two, getting on the mic and bombing, Mm -hmm. right? Because I mean, comedians do that.
0: Actually, you're totally right. Right.
1: That stuff's super valuable. Exactly. Because it it, it teaches you what works, what doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Um, And and honestly, not for nothing, it's fearless, too. Mm Because you're like, i I bombed before, you know? I've gone, I've wrestled in front of people. Seven people those are like oh, well, four four people. <laughs> that's a whole nother story, but um, Bro got zero reaction. I've also wrestled in front of like a thousand people and had zero reaction, you know, so it's like
0: We need these experiences we need this eh, This failure it so is it is good for you. Yeah. I think yeah, I mean, you know, I think it's that's just that's part of the, the process you know um, Geez, what was I gonna say? I forget.
1: I forget too. We kind of went off on this diatribe. But, oh, but cool. It's pretty no, but good
0: shit, though. You know, good I mean? shit. I'm so. just saying, you know, try, try, be a. I just, I just wish that we could like create these environments where people felt free to try a bunch of stuff. Oh, for sure. And f- even fail, mm-hmm. and then learn something. Right. PWR for me was was a big fucking experimental canvas where I tried a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got different degrees of uh, success. For sure. Um, typically, did pretty well just because, uh, the uh, A, I'm great, and B, um, the audience is very easy. I love the PWR audience. They love everything. Mm-hmm. They're not smarky at all. Yeah. Um they're, they're not, not they haven't been jaded by the
1: business, yeah. you know what I mean? They're
0: not the fucking ECW crowd. They're the opposite of the ECW crowd. Mm-hmm. We're like if you fall on your ass, they're going to be like, "We love you. It's okay." Um I guess I don't know. Would they say that? I don't know. Um, I,
1: no, I definitely think so. Otherwise, they would have turned away in droves and be like, "Oh, this is this not wrestling. This is a real- Which I've seen people like on online like the sort of wrestling purist to be like, this isn't yeah. Okada and Omega, you know what I mean? It's like, it's not supposed to be. Like, oh, yeah. This, come that's, on, man. Let's not have a narrow view of what this stuff can right. be. I, uh, yeah. Not I, to discount anybody that was in the ring who may have thought that they were, this is my Okada Omega match, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I, it's uh, two different things. And like I said before with the, the squats, you gave it your everything, and that's all that should matter, you mm-hmm. know? And not for nothing, it's a great product.
0: I, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm very proud of all the stuff that that uh, we did with PWR. And you should be. And, uh, What's yeah.
1: next, man?
0: What's next? What's next for Dan oh, the Man? No. What's going on? That was my shit, man. It's yeah. gone for me. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, you heard it here oops. first, folks. Oops. Uh, He's gone. I He's quitting up. the business. No, basically. okay. So that's the thing, man, is uh, I put everything into PWR, like mm. 110%. Like, I, I gave, You're really giving, man. I gave more than I thought I could fucking give. Mm. And, of course, you know as a hippie platitude, the more you give, the more you have, right? Mm-hmm. It was all good for me to give as much as I could, uh, to everything in that show. And now I have all this fucking built up creative, you know, practice and, and, and energy mm-hmm. and it has nowhere to go. Um, so I think that could be a good thing. For um, sure. Well, you know, hopefully vaccines are rolling out. that's mm-hmm. uh, me being
1: really optimistic, you know? Um, the shows are coming back. Um, they are. Hopefully in a still, like, safer kind of environment, obviously socially distanced and masked up and everything. Uh, but I, I think it's good that you have, like, this rocket of creativity, so to speak. You know? Yeah,
0: I've got a lot of I, – I have, like – I mean, it's sad because I feel like there are, like, five different gimmicks that I want to do. Word. Um, but, like – Obviously, you can't do five gimmicks at once. Who says you can? not um, Who says you can't? You but know? like, yeah, I have all this stuff I want to do, and it's just a question of like, can I find platforms where I can do it? Well, man, I think we we both mutually know
1: a lot of people around the scene that, re- honestly, respect you. I think a lot of people respect you, man. You know, I hope um, so. Man. You've paid your fucking dues. I've not. If anybody gives you
0: shit, they will have to answer through me. So it's fine. That's the not that I'm like.
1: The taker of these locker rooms, or anything. You're like,
0: you're like backstage with your fucking MMA yeah. gloves on, being like, make sure you do the with right my thing goddamn out there. with
1: my knives and my whiskey. And you yeah. know, like,
0: for sure, yeah, my, my, my backup people. plan is definitely just to find T Ray. Uh, if, yeah. if, if there's ever a problem, I'm like, I don't know, do I have like a fucking bounty on my head? Am I gonna be out there one day and someone's gonna be like, This is for Darren Child, oh, and, and just fucking guts Darren, me?
1: Darren Child sends his regards, and he just you know,
0: exactly just in the middle of a match, uh, you know, who the fuck knows. Um, but yeah, I uh I wanna get my face out there a lot. I wanna I, I put everything into PWR and mm-hmm. all I could really do on the Indies was kind of just be a manager, uh, because I just didn't feel like I could give them like the full the full Dan, so For to speak. Sure. But now I can give him the full Dan. Yeah, man. I'm ready to give him the full Dan. And so I want to go out there. I want to wrestle. I want to, you know, I want to take things up a notch a little bit and just, you know, try my hand at it, see sure. how I do, that kind of thing. Well, you have a place. You definitely have a place, man, uh, whether it be
1: in the scene here in Texas or wrestling in general. I think uh, you've carved your, your own little path.
0: You know, which is a it's lot It's a weird more... one. It starts at Chain Drive.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Chain Drive, the fucking domination. Begins at
0: the Chain Drive... Which man again it's the backyarder's
1: dream though right you guys fucking achieved it Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean that's the, I'm always chuffed whenever I find out that someone was like a backyarder to begin with mm-hmm. like that's always really cool to me to see that they made it like Matt Cross is the obvious example Of course but like, like CM Punk you know yeah, yeah yeah and uh yeah I mean like uh GCW was running shows where they were like hey what if everyone did their backyard gimmicks and it's like oh yeah like this whole show is full of dudes that are like big names now that there definitely used to just like wear a mm-hmm. shitty lucha mask For and sure. call themselves like L Dragon or whatever. I love
1: you, Fuego. <laughs> Fuego del oh, Sol. Fuego. He was
0: a backyard guy. I'm not even trying to <laughs> blast Fuego. You just see dance faces, like <laughs> <laughs> all red and shit. Like, don't, oh my God, my Don't get me started on Fuego <laughs> del Sol, brother. I was gonna face you in the promo tournament. Oh, word. But oh, that's right. Oh, oh, oh. I remember that. <laughs> that's my that's my one regret is that we never got a one on one because I wanted to I wanted to go after him. He was really good, dude. He's Amazing! He was Shout out good. to Fuego, man, dude.
1: I'm looking forward to your voice gimmicks this week. He leaves me like little voice gimmicks, like through Alicia, because oh, they yeah? see each other Does backstage. You send yeah, he sends you messages. he and you? A message, He's like, he's like, hey, Adam, <laughs> it's your boy Fuego, and I'm like, ah, shit,
0: it's Fuego. That motherfucker. That's tight.
1: But man, yeah, exactly. Like I, I, I think you've carved your piece of the pie. Like you're eating it, man, and it's. <laughs> I'm, You're I'm always ready to welcome. Eat, I'm hungry. Yeah, I hungry. love you, man. And I have nothing but fucking respect for you. Thank you for breaking me into PWR. <laughs> um, to be honest, I don't know if I will go back there just because of big crowds and whatnot, just mm. for shows. Um, but, dude, I'm, I'm happy that I was a part of it. Yeah. I'm happy to see you thrive in it. You know what I mean? And I'm very excited for what's next for Dan the Man, especially as a wrestler and as a worker, man. Yeah. I, I hope- think that's a lot like. That's something that you've been sitting on, and I feel like a lot of people, they don't necessarily realize that you can wrestle. Like,
0: yeah, that's I guess that's the fun one thing I, sh- I should throw out there. Yeah. Uh, is there. anyone that knows me as a manager, mm-hmm. I can also wrestle. You can't just throwing that out. And safe, light as a light as a feather, brother. Light. When I want to be. he wants to be. Yeah, what, you know, he just wants to hurt people. Just like hurting people. <laughs> um, that's Any,
1: Anything you want to plug, man, before we wrap it up? Here?
0: I guess check out my other podcast with, with uh, Inspire AD. Hell it's yeah. going to be coming out at some point. In the next um, couple months. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, actually, uh, speaking of stuff, I am going to be uh, doing heavy metal. Awesome. Um, so uh, and they have a they are gonna have a show on IWTV mm-hmm. like a regular weekly show Yep, yeah and uh, I've got a lot of stuff I'm gonna pitch those guys on I like need to I, be down for I want to shoot a lot of a lot of ideas at, at the guys that for are sure. running that and
1: uh, we're drop we we're dropping a podcast with. Uh, uh, Walt Workman <laughs> Nice Also known as
0: Dylan Dunbar Also known as Two Beer Man <laughs> Oh, Two
1: Beer Man Yeah, no, We didn't Delicious. bring up Two Beer Man Delicious Holy shit Two Beer Man But um, he, he's a big proponent Of like Hey man you're the artist Here's the canvas You do
0: what you want Yeah you know? yeah I, I think that's that rules So yeah I really want To work with them a lot And, uh, and yeah So check that out uh, Mall Madness Is going to be a thing At some point On IWTV And it might be Some other stuff On social media I want to fucking Make videos with those guys I want to fucking Do matches But I also want to Do like yeah, it's, it's, it's just brand mm-hmm. I love that.